Welcome to the Grow Your Business and Grow Your Wealth podcast with Gary Helt. Gary is an expert in helping business owners put together a plan that will provide a better future for their businesses, themselves, and their families. On the podcast, Gary interviews other professionals who share his vision, and together they share secrets and strategies any business owner can use to build a better financial foundation for your business and your life. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, my guest is Tom Hegna. Uh, he's the founder and CEO of TomHegna.com. Welcome. Hey, thanks, Gary. So, Tom, t- tell us, um, you know, you 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 do a lot of, you know, many different things. You're an author. You're, uh, you know, you teach seminars, uh, webinars, um, uh, you know, you, you um, counsel people on retirement savings. Tell us how you got started with everything. All right. Well, I mean, I'm originally from a small town in Minnesota. I went to college at North Dakota State University on an Army ROTC scholarship. I was commissioned in the military. I spent six years active duty Army, 16 and a half Army Reserve, retired uh, in 2006. I spent eight years at MetLife. Uh, when I first got in the business, I was an agent, a manager, and then eventually national marketing manager for variable life insurance. I then went over to New York Life. I spent 15 years at New York Life. I started out as an annuity wholesaler. I worked my way up to be a senior executive officer in the company. I retired from New York Life in 2011. I've since written five books. Uh, my sixth and seventh are coming out this year. Uh, I've uh, trained over 300,000 financial advisors all over the world, delivered over 5,000 live seminars in all 50 states. Um, and so that's kind of what I do. I, I I train financial advisors and then they uh, many times hire me to speak to their clients and show them the optimal way to retire. Because right now, if somebody asked a financial advisor how they're supposed to retire or or what their portfolio looked like, if they ask 50 different advisors, they're going to get 50 different opinions. Right. But there aren't 50 optimal ways to do it. There's really one optimal way based in math and science. And so I really stick to the math and science of an optimal retirement. And that's what I write about. That's what I speak about. Right. So, you know, in, in going through this, you, I mean, you know, you're saying that, hey, I, I, I coach and I teach financial advisors, but you also have some some public facing uh, webinars and things like that that you've done also. Yeah, and I have a YouTube channel and things. But uh, so a lot of times I do webinars on behalf of companies or advisors. Right. And so I will speak to the clients. I will show them, but I don't sell any financial products. Right. I don't have a horse in the game. I just show them what all the research shows the, of the leading PhDs around the world. And and so then they use they, they use me to to educate their clients. Right. Um, talk some about the, uh, the the books that you've written. Yeah. So my first book was Paychecks and Playchecks. Um, and and that, that was really <clears throat> based off of a talk I did. I, I got asked to speak for the Million Dollar Roundtable back in 2009 at their top of the table meeting. And then uh, in 2010, I spoke at their big annual meeting. So, I mean, these are thousands of the top producers. And the title of my talk was Paychecks and Playchecks. And somebody said, man, you should have a book. So we turned that talk <laughs> into a book. And it's really it's really the math and science behind a successful retirement. It concludes with four very simple steps that anybody can use to improve the retirement. Step one, you want to cover your basic living expenses in retirement with, with guaranteed lifetime income. Number two, you need to optimize the rest of your portfolio to protect yourself against inflation. Number three, you must have a plan for long 
long-term care. No retirement plan is complete without a plan for long-term care. And step number four, the most efficient way to pass wealth to children, grandchildren, and charities is with life insurance. I tell people, don't leave your kids any money. You're not supposed to leave them a penny. You're supposed to spend it all. Leave them life insurance because you can do that for pennies on the dollar. So I show people how to get the most for the least in retirement because, you know, there's no dress rehearsals. There's no second chance. They got to get it right the first time. Right. Now, in, in, you know, obviously everybody, you know, you, you, you're, you are talking about death when you talk about the, the life insurance and things like that. And that always seems to be the, the subject that people don't want to talk about, even though it's inevitable, it's going to happen. Death and taxes, yeah. you know, so, uh, you know, how, how do you kind of get around, um, you know, that that subject where people feel more comfortable with it? Well, I mean, I think it's the job of a financial advisor to make the people feel uncomfortable. I mean, you know, am I protecting a client if they have a, a wife and three children and they have no life insurance and I don't and I don't like punch them in the nose for it? I mean, right. come on. This is serious business. Everybody is going to die. We just don't know when. OK. Right. And and besides, life insurance has so many living benefits. You know, my the annual premium on my whole life policy is two hundred twenty six thousand dollars a year. Now, people would say, oh, that's crazy. That's stupid. Yeah, they're thinking life insurance is an expense. I know it's not an expense. It's an asset on my balance sheet and it's going to provide me, you know, uh, millions of dollars of tax-free income in retirement. And so, uh, you know, I look at it, I look at the whole picture and, and, you know, what's interesting is Ernst and Young just did a white paper and they, they were trying to find what is the best portfolio, like the optimal portfolio. And they tried a hundred percent stock and then they went 90% stock, 10% bond and 80, 20, 70, 30, 60, 40, 50, 50. And then they added a whole life policy and an income annuity to each of those portfolios. And the portfolio that did the best had investments, had life insurance, and had annuities. Now, I've known that to be true for over 30 years, right. but it's nice to know now that an accounting firm, a major accounting firm has proved it. Yeah, I think that I, I feel that, you know, again, from the tax side of things, because that's what I do, I think that there are a ton of benefits with, you know, tax benefits with whole life policies, yep. um, even term policies upon death and things like that for the beneficiaries, you know, but then also, you know, from a, an individual like you're saying, hey, I'm putting this money in, in each year and it's re and it's getting me retirement income later. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, you know, I, I happen to believe taxes are going to have to go up significantly. We are $31 trillion in debt, climbing at $4 billion every single morning. And that was not that big of a deal when interest rates were 1%. It's $310 right. billion of interest. At 5%, that's $1.5 trillion of interest. And we know the $31 trillion is going to stay at $31 trillion. If it goes to $50 trillion, at 5%, that'll be $2.5 trillion. Our entire defense budget is $800 billion. I mean, come on. we it, It'll ruin the country. And so I know taxes are going to have to go up. They're going to have to go up a lot. And so I'm positioned positioning my portfolio to give me as much tax-free income in retirement as possible. I've converted almost all of my 401ks and IRAs to Roth. Uh, and most of those are in income annuity. So that'll be tax-free income for the rest of my life. I've moved a lot of my personal wealth to cash value life insurance. That will give me tax-free income for the rest of my life. And I, I really feel sorry for a lot of people who have the majority of their wealth in IRAs and 401ks because they think that's their money. You know, I was talking to a guy the other day. He said, I got a million dollars in my 401k. I said, great. I said, how much of that is yours? 
Right. He said, what do you mean? It's all mine. I said, no, no, no. You have a partner. And by the way, you're the limited partner. The general partner is the federal government. And they're going to take as much as they want and then leave you whatever's left over. And you have no idea how much they're going to take out of there. And I believe in 5, 10, 15 years, they're going to be taking a lot more than what people are anticipating. And I'm trying to position my assets to protect me from that. Right. So, you know, during COVID and things like that, I talked to many of our clients about, you know, because their income was down and things going on. Hey, why not look at starting to do some of these Roth conversions and things like that? Um, You know, now now that we're out of that, people's income has gone have gone back up. Uh, you know, wh- what are you telling people? I mean, you know, I, I personally, I think it's still a great idea to, to keep converting. Um, yep. Yes, I'm going to pay the tax now. But right now we're we're at a historic low in tax rates. So yep. I, I think tax rates are only going to go up. So I'm paying them now. I don't like paying them. I don't write, like writing those big checks to the federal government, but I do it because in the future they would be bigger checks. Right. Right. I think that that's something that's it's important for people to to see because, you know, I mean, you just laid it out there with, you know, where, where the debt is and how are we going to ever pay that down um, if tax rates don't go up? I mean, we just gave away how many billions of dollars with all the COVID relief that was yep. not taxable. It was tr- actually trillions. You know, we, we printed five trillion. In fact, 40 percent of all the money ever printed in this country were printed in the last two and a half years, 40 percent. And then on top of that, they spent about five trillion on stimmy checks and all this stuff. That's why we're having inflation. You know, Milton Friedman was the top economist ever. And he said inflation is always and everywhere a monetary event. What does that mean? It means when you print money, it causes inflation when you spend more money than what you're bringing in. Those are the things that cause inflation, you know, and and it's it's pretty simple when you juice the system with like 10 trillion, eight or 10 or however many trillion it was in the last two or three years. Yeah, you're going to get massive inflation. And now we're seeing the repercussions of that. One other thing about life insurance. See, one of the reasons people don't fully enjoy their retirements is they think they got to leave their kids some money. And so they go, oh, well, we got to leave some money to Johnny and Susie. So then they deny themselves a retirement to leave their money to kids. And I say, don't leave your money to your kids. Leave them life insurance. And I, I use me as an example. We have four kids. So one day we're sitting around saying, you know, how much should we leave the kids? My wife said, I don't know. What do you think? I said, well, if we bought a $1 million second die life insurance policy, name the four kids beneficiary. When we're both gone, they're going to get a million dollars tax free. That's 250000 a piece tax free plus whatever's left over. I said, let's start there. So we bought a $1 million second die policy. Name the four kids a beneficiary. That policy is completely paid up. Do you know what the total cost of that million dollar policy was? 150000 So now think about that for 15 cents wow. on the dollar. We get to transfer a million dollars tax-free to our kids, but here's the best part. Who gets to spend the other 850000 We do. So don't leave kids money. Leave them life insurance. Spend your money. Leave them life insurance. Right. Now, you're you're talking about spending that the the other other piece of it. Um, and, and just to kind of take a step back so people understand, it's like, okay, you're saying that that, that it cost me 150000 to get that million. Yep. So I'm not spending a million to get a million right. at, like you do in retire. If you do retirement savings or any other type of investments, 
you're only spending 150 to for your to leave a million, million yeah benefit that's called leverage and that's positive leverage that is leverage in your favor and that's what life insurance is it's dollars for pennies you buy dollars for pennies you know if somebody said well i'm gonna leave my kids a million bucks great but don't leave them a million bucks either put the million in life insurance and leave them 15 million or or, right. or put 150 thousand leave them a million you know you don't need to you don't need to leave them that much uh, you right. just get the leverage uh that that's the key thing on life insurance it gives tremendous leverage now um talking about you know the whole life insurance and things like that so if people are are, are stuffing all of their money in there some of them may say oh well how, what am i going to live off of then well i can turn mine on into income into monthly income i'm just waiting you know uh till till they start raising tax rates right now i'm taking some you know income from other places but i can flip that switch at any time and that company's going to send me a check every month for the rest of my life so um you know it, it, for everybody, it's a little different, but there are there's a basic formula, you know, that you want to cover your basic living expenses with guaranteed income, and you want to have a plan for inflation. You want to, you know, you know, my 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 next book was uh, Don't Worry, Retire Happy. That was the PBS TV special that played in 80 million homes in the U.S. and Canada, and that just added a few steps like having a plan, working with a financial professional, maximizing your Social Security benefits, you know, a hybrid retirement. That's what I'm doing. I, I didn't go cold turkey in retirement. I'm about 75 percent retired i do things like this but i play golf four or five days a week i'm playing every day this week monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday so you know uh and then um using your home equity wisely those were some things that were added into the don't worry retire happy book right um you know, again you talked about you know make sure that you have the the financial advisor um i'm, I'm constantly preaching about making sure that you pick, you know, the the right team to work yep. with, you know, from a an attorney, financial advisor, CPA, et cetera. Um, what should somebody do if their financial advisor, when they're meeting with them, you know, isn't really saying talking about life insurance? Well, unfortunately, there are a lot of financial advisors and they call themselves fiduciaries, right? And they have to act in the client's best interest, but they won't use long-term care insurance. They won't use life insurance. They don't believe in annuities. Well, they're not fiduciaries because you can't not use those products and be in the best interest of your client. It's just impossible. You look at all the research, you know, and so... I, you know, unfortunately, those are some of the advisors. And what I would say is stay away from any advisor who says they only do annuities or only life insurance or they only do investments. No, you want an advisor who, who's got an open toolbox. If you need annuity, they'll use it. If you want mutual funds, they'll do it. If you need managed money, they'll do it. Life insurance, they're going to they're going to do the entire plan for you. That's what you want. A holistic planner who is a fiduciary and acts in your best interest. You know, you don't want just one of these people who think the stock market is the cure for everything. It's not. And and seniors need to be very careful of how much money they put in the stock market. I'm not against stock market. I own stocks. I own dividend paying stocks. I own some real estate. But I own it in the right places at the right times. I'm not depending on that income for my retirement, right? right. So, right. you know, it's it's it just bothers me that there's some advisors that are way over here and some advisors are way over here when the right is right. The, the right one is you got a toolbox with all these tools in it. It'd be like a plumber saying, I don't believe in wrenches. I do not believe <laughs> a hammer and a nail. You know, it'd be stupid. It, but that's right. the way some advisors are. Right. When, you know, you're talking about long-term care, um, and things. How do you feel about the um, uh, whole life uh, policies that have the long-term care rider? 
or, or universal life. Yeah. So, so there's really three options. And I, I say any plan is better than no plan. First right. of all, a, a traditional long-term care insurance policy is probably going to have the most robust benefits, mm-hmm. but if you don't ever need long-term care, all the money you spent there is basically gone. It's the same with car insurance or homeowners insurance. If you don't yep. use it, you lose it type thing. The nice thing about the life insurance is that, and I used to draw three circles when I would explain it. So let's say I was working with like, let's say there was like a 62 year old female. She's worried about long-term care. She's got a hundred thousand dollars down a bank of America earning 1% in a bank account. I'd say, well, you can move that over to this policy and here's your hundred thousand. It's got a full money back guarantee. So if you ever need it, it's there. But if you don't need it and you die there, I draw a bigger circle. The death benefit would be roughly 200,000 for this person tax free to your family. But what if you need long-term care? I draw a bigger circle. There's a $300,000 bucket of long-term care that if you need it, it's there. And so it does three things. It's an emergency fund. It's a tax-free death benefit to your kids, or it's a long-term care. And that one, you know, I think fits a lot of people really well. And then finally, now there are annuities that offer guaranteed issue, some long-term care coverage. So, you know, if somebody, you know, can't get long-term care insurance, they can't qualify for life insurance, they have a disability or they got diabetes or they, or they've had, you know, major health problems. Well, they can get leverage from an annuity. And so those would be the things you got to, I don't care which one you do, but you got to have a plan. Otherwise the government has a plan and that plan requires you to spend all your money down until you're in poverty. And then you go on welfare. They call it Medicaid. And and if you've ever been to a Medicaid facility, if you've never been there, that's my, your, my homework assignment for you. Yeah. Find a Medicaid facility, just walk in the door and take a whiff and just see if that's where you want to spend the rest of your life. That's not where I want to spend the rest of my life. Right. Right. I think the, um, you know, the annuity piece with the long-term, care on it is is something that a lot of people don't know about um especially you know if if you're looking hey you know i can't qualify for for whatever the various reasons could be um i think that that's something that that's important and to make sure that you're you know whoever you have as an advisor understands those and and has those available like you said in their toolbox and there's i think i think the number is 40 million americans that have a disability and think about them. They're thinking, well, I can't ever get any long-term care coverage. Well, yes, they can through that annuity. They can. It is a guaranteed issue product. So I, I just I just think there are more tools out there than what advisors really know about and certainly more than what consumers know about. That's why they have to work with an advisor. I work with financial advisors. Now, I could do all this. I know this stuff. But you want to know what? I need somebody to sort through the thousands of products out there. I don't have time to go digging through thousands of annuities, thousands of life insurance to find the best one for me. You know, and and people don't realize if you're a 85 year old female, uh, the annuity that's best for you could be very different than a 55 year old male. And so, you know, it depends on your age, depends on your sex, depends on your health, depends on what you want. Do you want to grow? Do you want income? Do you want increasing income? And there's a, there's, there's so, that's why you need a financial professional. I tell people, you don't do your own dental work in your garage with your drill set. And I don't think you'd be doing your own retirement planning either. Right, right. I, I, you know, definitely agree with that. Um, what are some of the, um, you know, besides not planning, what are some of the mistakes that you're, that you're seeing people make? I think they underestimate their life expectancy. They think they're going to die sooner than what they are. You know, they don't realize that life expectancy today for a 65 year old couple is age 93. There's a 50% chance one of them will live to be age 93. There's a 25% chance one of them will live to be 97. And, and I don't think people realize that. And they take their social security too early. 
and they never get the most social security that they could. They underestimate their life expectancy. They don't have a plan for long-term care. They don't use life insurance for their kids. They have too much money in the stock market. I can just go on and on. These are the, the, the mistakes that I see. Yeah. I mean, I think, I definitely think with um, uh, talking with my clients, many of them are like, Oh, I'm going to start drawing my social security at 62. And, you know, they don't understand all the rules and that if they're still working, you know, right. that, that they may end up hurting themselves by, you know, by taking it early besides, you know, the tax, but just everything else. But the uh, taking and waiting until they're 70 and how much more it grows, I, I think a lot of them don't understand that. Yeah, it's almost double. It's almost double if you wait to 70. And for some people, it will be double because now there's higher cost of living adjustments that we didn't have over the past 10 years. So right. um, I, what I say is the breadwinner should delay. So if you got a husband or wife, whoever made the most money, that person should delay because that check covers both lives. The other one can take it early if they want to. I don't have a problem with that. Um, but if 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 let's say the husband made more money, if he takes it early, he now locked her into a lower survivor benefit. Right. So you got and then, and then the people who say, well, but I got bad health. Yeah, but she doesn't have bad health. And you got to look at the health of the couple, not just the health of the person. Right. He said, well, I, I paid in Social Security. I want my money. Yeah, well, you got to think of your your spouse's long-term benefits as well. So, you know, I, I, I just want people to think about it and not just go down to Waffle House and the wise, Waffle House Wiseman sit around the counter, tell them to take it at 62. They go, yeah, I better listen to those boys. They, they, yeah, I'm going to listen to them. No, no, you shouldn't listen to them. You should meet with a financial professional, have them run a social security calculator, show you what your benefits are long term. If you take it early, show you what it is if you live and and then make an educated decision, not a Waffle House decision. Right. Right. I, I, you know, again, keeps going back to make sure you have that professional, you know, in, in, in your arsenal to be able to, to make sure you're making the right decisions or, or at least giving you the information to make, to make the right decisions. Yep. Um, so what have I not asked you that you wish I had? Well, I think just another thing that I would throw out there is that the research now shows that when you have guaranteed lifetime income, whether that's through Social Security, pension or annuities, uh, you're happier. You know, the people who have assets are miserable. The people with guaranteed income are happier. And, and you've seen that with your clients, the retired yeah. teachers, firefighters, you know, policemen, they're happier. They, they go play golf. They don't worry about the market, their stress level. But now the research shows they live longer as well. And so, you know, if, if people because right now people are stressed, they're worried about the market, they're worried about the Economy, they're worried about banks failing. They're worried, and all that stress caused them to 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 live a shorter life. Plus, when you're being paid to live, guess what? Many people live differently. They watch what they eat, they exercise, they call the doctor and not feeling well. So, guaranteed lifetime income improves your portfolio performance. That is a fact. It will likely make you happier, and it will likely allow you to live longer. So, I don't know why people don't, you know, give it more respect. Right, right. I appreciate that. So. Tom, if, if people like what they what they're hearing here, even if they're not, you know, they're just a consumer, how can they uh, see some of your webinars and things like yeah. that that you've done? So I have multiple free webinars at TomHegna.com forward slash webinars. Uh, I've got for young people, I show them how to become a millionaire. For older people, I show them how to retire optimally. There's one on life insurance. There's one on how I can do client facing webinars for advisors. There's all, right. so that's all there. I have a YouTube channel. You go to YouTube, just type in Tom Hegna. I got a whole channel. Uh, and then my website, tomhegna.com. Great. And then 
on Amazon or all your books. Oh yeah. Um, yep. and definitely, definitely worth the read. Um, so I appreciate your time today, Tom. I mean, I think that, that you've given us a, a lot of wisdom, um, for things for people to think about and everybody really needs to get back out with their advisor and sit down and, and talk about, uh, you know, this stuff and, and start to create that plan. Um, because like you said, you know, tax rates are going up and you know, really need to hedge your bet on that. Yep. So, well, thank you, Gary. Thanks. Thanks a lot for your time this week. Our guest was Tom Hagna uh, with TomHagna.com. I'll see you guys next week. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.